Hello. Hello. Yeah, it's been a long time. We've the podcast again. What else is new? How's it going? What are you up to? Uh, I'm just uh, living my best life yeah. now. I am uh, honestly doing nothing. I'm preparing for an adventure. In, I can't talk about it on the podcast, quotes. but you know what I'm talking about. Adventure. Yep. So I'm doing that. I'm, I'm packing up for that adventure. And then uh, that's pretty much it. I just had a pretty big party for myself. My family was like, have fun <laughs> in your adventure. I was like, thank you. How'd the party go? It was good. I always feel bad about parties because like, especially when they're about me, because I feel like I have to go around to everybody and make sure everyone's having fun and talking to me and, uh, you know, whatever. But I just want to get <laughs> drunk. You know, that's all I want to do. So it was the first time pumpkin uh, for Richard. That's my grandmom. That's what I, that's what I call my grandmother. Pumpkin. pumpkin. That's a story. But uh, she, that's the first time she saw me drunk and also oh, saw my tattoos. Oh, how'd that go down? So that was cool. She, well, I had my shirt off because we have a pool. And I only have three right now. Right um, now. Only three tattoos. The key word. But, yeah. Yeah, when I get back from my adventure, <laughs> it's going to look, it's going to look like they dipped me in a bucket of paint. I asked Joey, I was like, where's the place on my body that I could never get a tattoo? Oh. She said my face. So, so you're okay. going to come back with a whole lot of tattoos on your downstairs mix up. My penis is going to look like. Just like Picasso. Yep, yep, Good yep. Lord. Well, you had kind of discussed an idea for this podcast. Yeah. What did you think? Well, did you, did I you did. think that was a good one? However, I'm going to throw you a curveball. Okay. In light okay, of like your that. adventure and the fact okay. that we might be taking a hiatus <laughs> on the podcast. There's, I mean, unless you want to take just the continue helm it on by myself <laughs> for a year <laughs> and just do it by yourself. That's, I don't mind well, if you want to do that. I'd actually, I'd love that if you just did it by yourself, which is <laughs> while you are on an adventure. Yes. I thought in light of that, we could discuss our friendship, okay. the story of how we met, the origin story. And okay. then I will do some talking. It could Is it going to get, get sappy? sappy. Uh, okay. Sappy isn't crappy. It makes everybody happy. I did. Did you come up with that just now? Tongue. The tip of my tongue, top of my head. That. Boom. The top of the tongue. The top of the dome. <laughs> top of the dome. So, our origin story. Okay. Yeah. Way back when. So, imagine, if you will, a dying planet. Krypton. Exterior. Day. I am a <laughs> fetus. And my father is on the Council of Elders. And he's like, the planet's going to blow up. And Council of Elders like, no, fuck you. And he puts me in a spaceship and I fly to Earth. I you certainly didn't look like that when I first met you. Being, no, fact, I didn't. Right, so, so let's go back in time uh, when I was legitimately like 50 pounds my, like 50 pounds of muscle minus from my body. Uh, I was a skinny little nerdy like kid. Like zero fat, zero muscle. Zero fat, zero muscle. I looked like I looked like a twig. I looked like Groot, <laughs> like teenage Groot. That's what I looked like. I had a, I had a big ass. Although head. you did have the big old afro. I had a huge Jufro. 
And yeah, I was kind of awkward. Kind of. I was kind of, <laughs> kind of extremely the most awkward. And I, since I was a kid, I've loved making friends. That's my whole thing. So I met this guy. <laughs> he's a really cool guy. Um, are um, we going to censor I, names? You can do our, our form of censorship. Okay. Um, his name was... I'm gonna do. I'm gonna throw you a curveball with the name, and I'm gonna see if you can if you know who I'm talking about. His name was Chandler Bing. Chandler. Yeah, I do know Bing. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of Friends <laughs> recently because Joey uh, and I we've been been watching Friends uh, in light of my adventure. Every so... time, by the way, every time you say that, I just imagine like you're wearing short shorts. And you have a neckerchief on, yes! and you have okay, like a little good. backpack. And I have a and huge you're like, backpack. Oh, okay. I'm going on an adventure. I got a little walking stick. <laughs> have you ever yes, seen Moonrise Kingdom? that's what I'm Kingdom? thinking of. <laughs> so that is exactly what I thought of every time I say adventure. So yeah, Chandler Bing and I, we, we kind of hit it off. And that's because, like, like I said, like I just like making friends. And I had a deep, profound insecurity about myself. And I was like, I'm going to fill this void with other people. And so I met this guy. We were hanging out. It sounds like we're about to fuck, but whatever. <laughs> I met him on Tinder. I fucked right. <laughs> Where I'm, I'm straight as an arrow, but uh, yeah, that's right. Grinder. Gay people can go on Tinder, though. It's 2018, man. Yo, love is love. Come on. Sure. Um, no, so we were like, we were friends and we had met like very briefly, like ships in the night. Like we weren't really friends, but we weren't really enemies. Well, maybe that's not true because you kind of no, didn't I like didn't. me. But I, because you the only reason is it was like the second day, maybe. And we were in shared accommodation, but we shared a kitchen. And I walked downstairs and you and Chandler Bing had just gotten back from shopping. Yes. And we're unloading groceries. Yes. And as I was walking into the kitchen, yes. you guys were talking about uh, certain female uh, students. And... Okay. Like, who was who was, was one of them guy? a redhead? Who was the hot? Who was the not? Ooh, like, okay. And I was just like, mm, I don't like this. I was maybe a little bit judgmental, maybe a little justified. I don't know. Maybe kind of in the middle. You're a little, little yeah, you're maybe like white a little knighting. Bit. Um, and okay. I was like, Ooh, I don't like these guys. Uh, and so we we just kind of stayed away from each other. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't really talk. We didn't really hang out. But it wasn't like... I mean, I never really felt animosity towards you. And whatever. I guess because I've always been the better friend. But <laughs> the, uh, No, it's just because there was nothing to be <laughs> animosity. There's just nothing to towards. be... Just that's a, a word. Yeah, that's right. That's the correct word. That is now. <laughs> um, yeah, so then... This dude... And honestly, we should do a whole fucking podcast oh absolutely we totally guy. could we could do a because series he, i'm not even kidding this one person changed my perspective on life in general like <clears throat> after i hung out with this guy and then he just he was one of those people that would wear a mask and like that's one thing i don't like if you're gonna be friends with me you need to be loyal and you need to be honest that's really all i care about is loyalty and honesty and this guy was none of them. He was to be fair though. He things. he took me and on the nicest date I've ever been on, and I'm married with a child on the way. That's crazy. 
Which that in itself is another story. No, I think he he probably bisexual. Which it wasn't probably. Let me just clarify, because there are now people listening that we know. Um Okay. It wasn't a a legit date on my end. (laughs) How (laughs) on his end he did spend well over like 150 pounds piecing together a beautiful picnic to take (gasps) me on in the most scenic place I've ever been to. For me, it was just free food. What? Bro, that's really good. Oh, yeah, 100% now. On a waterfall in the most beautiful place I've ever been to. However, I was like, hit me with that free food, homie. That's the funny thing about Bible college people is you're very naive to like a lot of things. Again, we should do a whole fucking podcast, not even fuck a series, (laughs) a whole separate show on just Bible college. Because I have a lot to say. It would be different opinions and ideas on that one. I hate Bible college. But I miss it. That's the crazy thing. Like I miss it so much. But like if I was to go back, I would I would be steaming. I would just be mad all the time and I'd fight everyone. Anyway, <laughs> back to our friendship. So <laughs> So where are we in the timeline? Okay, so this guy Chandler and I, we go to uh Rome. We went to Rome together uh for a mission trip. It wasn't a gay <laughs> He day. took you to it Rome. It was a mission trip. <laughs> He took me to Flick Rome. Flick a coin in the palace. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was like, all right, make a wish. And I turned around and he was naked. I was like, okay, that's, that's exactly what I wish for. Um, so, yeah, we went to Rome on a mission trip. And that was the moment in time that I knew that this guy was just no good. Like, he was no good, very fickle when it came to friends, very fickle when it came to women, which I don't really care about anymore like i totally wouldn't like if i wasn't in a serious relationship um i i would probably play the field because that's just i'm a horny dude i got a lot of love to give so don't flatter yourself i honey. probably would do that yeah well <laughs> i got four inches of love to give minimum i got a yeah i really got a vienna vienna sausage of love to give um no, but I mean, like, that's that part I don't really care about anymore. But it was the fickleness of the friends. Like I said, loyalty, honesty. That's what you got to be to be my friend. Um, and I was like, man, this guy's real, like, real low life. And he would, like, confide in me about things. And I was like, dude, you're just a piece of shit. Like, I, I and my whole perspective of this person changed. I was like, I don't want to be a friend anymore. God, I I'm like trying to avoid the word soy boy because I think it's so. To stupid. be fair, I've done. Like, I've, I used I've to be only off. complimented him so far. I said he took me on a ten out of ten date. You did compliment him. I'm the one that's bashing him, <laughs> but he is a total be- cuck. He's a soy boy. <laughs> Believe me, I I could. I'm refraining. He just this, would like he's this just this podcast that has gone down like, such a rabbit trail. It went from our friendship to. Chandler Bing <laughs> to roasting Chase Chandler Bing. Okay, well, it's it's a pivotal moment it because is. after he and I stopped becoming well, friends, while that was happening, while you I... were in Rome, okay, go ahead. Yes, yes, I was in Romania or whatever country I said I was in in the first podcast. Okay, I was in Romania and I was having my own love interest chase thing, but when I would go to sleep because I was, I think I was the only boy on that trip. 
I think I was, if I recall right. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I was. So I was on my own when I was going to sleep. And when I was going to sleep, every night I would lay down, lights would be off. I didn't have a phone then because I was a loser. And I'd be like, okay, I wonder how Steven's doing in Rome. And then I'd be like, why the hell do I care? Like, I, we're not really friends. Like, why, why does that keep popping into my head? And every single night of that trip, I would just lay down and go, I wonder what Steven's up to in Rome. Oh, man, that, that'd be so cool, like, seeing all that stuff. I wonder if he's having fun. I wonder if Chandler Bing is taking him on sweet-ass dates. Like, oh. <laughs> and so <laughs> what a weird guy. We finished our trips, and a couple people got back from trips before my group did, and we landed, and we, as we got back from the train station, I got in a taxi, and as we were pulling up to the flats, you were walking out of the front door, and it was just like, it was like, it was like stepbrothers. We were like, homies. Can we just become best friends. Yeah. Where I was like, like that was Steven! the moment. And it wasn't even, and we just <laughs> ran up and we were like, tell me about your trip. Tell me about your trip. And we sat down and just became best friends immediately. It's the craziest story. I mean, like there's really, it's a very odd, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. And then it's like, how long, how long ago? That was that? 2010. 2000, so that's. That's eight years we've been friends. We've been friends for eight years. It's been a long eight years. Wait, almost eight. Almost eight. Coming years. up on eight years. Very close. That's crazy. That's they crazy. say that when you hit the seven year mark, scientists say when you hit seven years, you'll be friends for life. We're there. Locked in. Done. You're stuck locked in. Sorted. I don't even care. <laughs> yeah, but that's. <clears throat> and then it was like. I don't even know. My coffee's done. I'm having a beer. Pound it. Well, then, okay. So after that, the semester ended. You went home. We we finished the semester as really yes. good friends, best friends. Well, yes, we did. I don't know. With that point, like, it was like a weird tri- tri- triangle. Is what I'm trying to say. But then you went home. He went. Uh, I don't remember if he came back to my house that semester. I don't know. But then the plan was you were going to come back, and that kind yes. of derailed. That's the second semester. That was yeah, that, so that, what that's like chapter was, two of our I, friendship. Yes. All right. So I hope you guys have enjoyed chapter one. This is chapter two. This is when things get fucking Crazy. real. Because so, and this is like <clears throat> honestly how I know that we're like meant to be best friends forever. Because I really, you know me, I'm not really big into like fate <laughs> and I'm like teeter tottering on a knife's edge about God and everything. But I like, th- it's like crazy how this worked because we became friends at the end of my first semester. And then I went home and I became a super, super atheist. Like, super atheist. Went from, be- went from being a Christian. Yeah, went from being a Christian to then being like, a super evangelical atheist atheist. just was like i yeah oh yeah it was it's no it's nowhere near where i am now like i now i'm just like meh i guess like i really don't believe maybe i do but i don't uh, whatever but then it was like if you believe in god you're a fucking loser and i would just like every time we facetimed and like or it was skype back then every time we skype called it was just like a debate and I was like, I'm going to get Mac out of his stupid ways and tell we him about... We were both like, 
evangelizing to each other. (laughs) Yeah, we really were. And he was like, I'm going to tell Stephen why God is real. And I'm like, fucking nope. We had some really deep, insane conversations. Very. Yeah, which I wish we thought of a podcast. Oh, yeah. Because we would be making so much fucking money. There's there's money to be made in in atheist podcasting. That's not even a joke. Um, So we did that. And that's really where our friendship should have ended. Like, we should have just been like, nope, done. <laughs> done. And we didn't, for whatever reason. We were friends, and then I flew to England that semester, and I met No, that wasn't even was like, okay, cool. Was it? Yeah, I visited. Yeah, I visited the second oh, semester. Oh, yeah, it was right at the end, too. Yeah, right at the end. Visited the second semester, then I came back home, was like an atheist again for like a year, and then... I had so, and this is where I'm like fuzzy on it. I don't remember if my plan was to go to Bible college to like as an atheist, like undercover, and then just like under like, oh, I'm super atheist and no one knows because I can pretend to be a Christian and I'm just gonna be like, aha, it's it's easy to lie about this stuff, which it is. Um, <laughs> Or I don't remember if that was like a story that I had told everybody when in reality I just like missed Bible college and I wanted to go back. Because you, you definitely, which you definitely told me that. At the yeah, time. I don't I don't remember which is the the true one because I had written a collection of essays um, during my atheistic thing the first time. And it was going to be, I was going to publish this book and it was going to be, you know, a New York Times bestseller. <laughs> it was going to put the nail in the coffin on God. And, and then I got to Bible college and I was like, oh, wait, maybe there's more to this God thing than I originally believed. Like maybe this is, I'm able to rationalize faith and reason. And I became like a true blue believer, I would say like at the end of my second semester. So the end of your well, okay, so, last yeah, semester. So the timeline of that is, we finished our first semester, yes. uh, November, Dece- was it December, December, 2010. Is that correct? November, mm-hmm. December. And then I continued yes. on for all of 2011 while Steven was back home. I don't know why I'm talking about. Yes. You, while you were back home. Um, <laughs> so I did two semesters and then coming on to my fourth, my last semester there, you, out of nowhere, I, I still remember so clearly that moment where you're like, I'm coming back. And I was like, what the absolute hell? What? Because we, like you said, we, oh, I'm about to sneeze. No, it went away. Like you had said, we went from okay. evangelizing to each other. You were like hard, not just an atheist, like a very outspoken, maybe yeah. angry, upset. At that time, that I would moment, say yes. I was angry. evangelical. Yes, yes that t- that's and then it was just like, "Hey, I'm coming back to Bible college," and it was like, "Where's the trick? What? <laughs> what? What's going on?" I remember. I remember having a dream about Bible college one day before I came there for my second semester. I had this dream about Bible college, and then I woke up. And my mom is asking me to reconsider going back to Bible college. And I literally was like, okay, I'll go. Like, and she was like, what? I was like, I'll go. 
She was like, what are you talking about? I was like, I will go back to Bible college. She was like, uh, okay, well, let's get that started. I was like, okay. Coincidence? I like, it was just, a, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it was though. I, I mean, like I've had dreams where I've gone back to Bible college now and people that are married now weren't married and then we had fell in love. <laughs> and but so what is that? Dreams are weird. Like they don't make, I had a dream once that I fucked a dragon. No, you did not. I was going to say that's absurd, but <laughs> I did fist fight a dragon. In yeah, a dream but once. that's like more like if you had a dream that you did that with a dragon and then you woke up and there was a dragon outside your window, like winking at you like, Ooh, then that would be like, what, what know. are the odds? I guess, but I have, dream- I think that like, I don't know, maybe because that's not the first time my mom had mentioned Bible college to me. It's not the first time I had been thinking. It's not like I had just been abandoning the thought of Bible college. We had been talking all the time and I was like, maybe, I don't know. I I really, I'm not really convinced that that was like a divine intervention. It could have been, I'm not convinced, but so then <clears throat> I go back. For Which this is like the start Easter, of chapter and then it, three. This is, this is chapter three. Yeah. And this is like when we really become like crazy friends, which is even crazier. So if you think about it in our lifetime, we have spent three, six less. I would, I'm not even kidding. I would say less than a year total being around. Wow. Here. I hadn't actually thought of that. Less than a year. I never three thought months that we're for like semester, long distance friends. Three months for our, <laughs> we are, but that's like three months for our first semester, three months for our second semester, like ten days in Colorado. You had come here for ten days. Wow! Holy cow! The wedding. Yeah, like less than a year. The wedding. Yep, less than a year though. Maybe, maybe just around. I uh, know. Still, definitely less wow. than a year. That's crazy. That is ridiculous. Chapter three. Chapter three. So we, where did we leave off? Okay, so I get back to Bible college, my second semester. My and then fourth. we just like, we just hang out all the time. And then you had a very similar experience with this guy as I did with Chandler, where towards the middle of the semester, you were just like, no, I'm done with you. Like, I'm done well, hanging I, out like, with you. Well, looking, like, looking back on it, I don't know how justified I was. He he started dating someone and they got very serious very quickly. And I think, again, it was kind of a bit of a half of it was I'm on a high horse moment where I'm like, you're doing things you shouldn't be doing. And then I think maybe there's a part of it where I was like kind of jealous that him and I had been close. And now suddenly there's this girl involved. I don't know. There was mm. a lot of factors, but we like very suddenly and abruptly just like broke off stopped hanging out like it was a crazy it was like a breakup like a like a no shit breakup yeah and then this person like tried to like buy my affection it was that's that's kind of like why i think you were right in the whole thing is like he did not handle it well at all like he was just like oh i'm gonna steal max friends away from him and i was like f you dude no way um and then so we just like hung out for like and we formed the carnal crew we formed the carnal crew. <laughs> we would watch PG-13 movies and say shit. We didn't even nickname ourselves the carnal crew. We got nicknamed the carnal crew at a Bible college who, by other Christians. Who nicknamed that? Who, who did that? That was something that just trickled in. Like it, I, One of the girls had heard it. That's, they had been saying that in the dorms that they had nicknamed us that. I don't know who exactly it was, but 
one of the other students apparently in their discussions about us called us the Carno Crew because we what sat on the wall and watched The Walking Dead, I guess. Yes, that's literally exactly that why. that one and reason. That is forbidden. And remember, remember, oh my god, I forget her name. Schmucks Martians, but she, she yes, <laughs> yep, and she cried. Which that I mean, she okay. cried. That wasn't entirely our fault. We we yes, in fact, let me just give let me just give some pros to the Carnal Crew. We were not inclusive, exclusive. We were not exclusive at yeah. all. We're very inclusive. So, like, when we went out on the wall, it wasn't like, no, this is our carnal thing we do together. Oh. Yeah, we're sinful. Let's it was like, boil and yeah, you guys, come watch with us. And we had some people that started joining us to watch it. Yeah. And we never, like, pushed anybody to watch it with us. It was just, if you want to come, come. If not, that's fine. No big, no big deal. Whatever. But we're going to go watch The Walking Dead because it's an awesome show. Or it was an awesome show. That's another podcast. Um, God, it sucks now. Um. And this one girl came of her own decision and of her own free will was upset with it. It freaked her out. And then she went back and said that we pressured her into coming, which is absurd. Absolutely absurd. Which is absurd. But she's like, and maybe she's different now, but she was the type of person at the time to, she was just like, she was very green. Like when it came to life, very like there are people who have life. Ex- yes. Older person. How old? Minded. Maybe 18, 19. She minded actual, or age. actual age. She was like 20 fucking two. No. Yeah, bro. She was like older for Bible mm. college. I'm not even kidding. She was like legit. Older. I would have pegged that. Yeah. Well, no one did because she acted like a five year old. Very, very sweet. But, very nice. But very yeah. no, very nice, like a five year old is. She's just, you know, like a five year old. Anyway. So and I, I don't have anything against those type of people. Like I would prefer it's funny, it's like the old cliche, like I would rather I wish I was naive of certain things now. Like I, I wish I didn't have all of the I don't want to say baggage, but like I wish I didn't have all the stuff that I have. Like, I wish I could just live in a world where things were happy-go-lucky. I've often, I'm writing a short story that is basically dealing with this what? idea. So I read, yeah, so I read an article that was saying that we are very close to being able to erase memories from the brain. What the hell? And, yeah, and they did experiments on snails. This came out of Columbia University. They did experiments on snails, and they're like, yeah, we could we could potentially erase traumatic events from your life so like ptsd for what veterans uh oh wow yeah rape rape victims and like people who like let's say that you were like walking down the street and you saw murder damn there would probably be so many applications for that i didn't even think of that yeah 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 and so i'm writing i was writing i was very intrigued by that stuff and i don't have a lot of inspiration anymore and I was like, that is something that's both very cool and de- very terrifying. So I'm writing a short story in which this guy goes back uh, essentially to like erase all of the the sad memories of his life. And then bad things happen to him. I need you to but anyway, I will when I'm done. Before um, your adventure, please. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I might finish it. I might not. Uh, I will try. But, but so where was I? 
yeah so that's how i kind of feel about bible college as well like i wish i could go back and just be in that place mentally where i was back then because i was still kind of naive like i had done stuff i had i had enough world experience that i was slightly more mature than other people but i was also like severely immature so i'm like I don't know. Like, am I glad? Am I not? Who knows? Who cares? Well, that. Well, well, by the way, we didn't explain who the Carnal Crew was. So the Carnal Crew was me yes. and you, the only dudes, and then my yep. sister, yep. I'm very close with, and the twins. The twins. Um, That's the twins. Another story. Um, and a very awesome, weird, unique person uh, named. Schmattle. Um who was so different than anybody I had met, but really fun to be around. And together, the Niche. five of us formed the Carnal Crew. We would just yeah. hang out with each other. We'd go get sushi together and watch The Walking Dead together. And even doing homework, we were always together. And honestly, I think I'm horrible with goodbyes. I'm the worst with goodbyes, I turn into a blubbering mess. Um, I do. had my year 11s graduate last Friday. And even then, I actually held it together quite well. But there was tears. Like, yeah. I was up there hugging them. I, I had... Um, usually, I'm, like, full-on sobbing. This time, it was like, my eyes are misty. And every now and again, a tear rolls down. And I was like, hell yeah. I did good there. I held it together well. I'm bad with goodbyes. So that last... I'm proud of you. <laughs> That last semester, I think part of that was just isolating myself. I didn't really make close friends with anybody else. It was just us, that group. Yeah. And we just did everything together. I think that that is when we became best friends, too. Because, like, from there, it was like, it was you and me. We're the only dudes. So we, like, confided in each other about everything. Which, obviously, there was some and stuff then, that, like, we didn't talk about with the girls of the carnal crew. Yeah. Natu- naturally. You just don't. Um, but then it was like, we were just like literally like hanging out all the time in a group of people. But like, it was still just, uh, I think that's when we became, best I don't know. Like, I don't know if there's like a specific moment, like if it's that moment outside the flat th- or if it's the fact that we like traversed the whole dark Valley of the debates together, or if it was the, and maybe semester- it's all of it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if there's one moment. It was just a whole string of moments that kept building one on top of each other that it was like, okay, yeah. yes, yes, we're still going, we're still going. And it was just like continual. Oh, we're, yeah. And it's funny because like I'll hang out with people now that I'm like very close friends with, but like, and I'll like say like, oh yeah, he's like my best friend. I was like, but my real best friend is lives in England. Like, it's always like, there's like a different distinction. I don't know. It's a, it's a weird I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even say at this point we're like we're like brothers at this point. Like it's not yeah, even. We friend surpassed. doesn't do it justice. Yeah, we are out of the friend zone. <laughs> you unfriend zoned. Unfriend zoned. Yeah. I brother zoned you. <laughs> yeah, but I think. I think that will suffice. I think that that's oh, not even close. There's still so much. What do you mean? So okay, so after that, that's the origin story. Well, let's just let's just go. I mean, okay, we'll we'll do like cliff notes for the last little bit. So that that was 2012, spring of 2012. Yes. Then I left, and you continued to go back for all of 
the fall semester of 2012 and the spring semester of 2013. Yes. While yeah. I was in California. And during that time, I, your mom messaged me and we planned a surprise to come oh, in between yes. to come to New Jersey. And I surprised you at the airport. Yes. Your mom trolled you so hard. Trolled me so hard. That's a great story. Let's tell okay, that story. So the, it was right before, I don't know which semester it was. It might, it was the, it was right before your last semester. It was my, right before my last. Cause right. I had been in the States for half of my time as well. And it was right before Christmas yeah, it was like right before and um, right before I was getting ready to go. Your mom said, OK, this is your date for your tickets. This is when you're going back to England. Pack your bags. So you packed your whole bag up, your suitcase, packed my whole bag, <laughs> went yep. to the airport, uh, went to the departure section. <laughs> yeah. And so like this is the crazy thing. Like I was I have like travel anxiety as it is like I hate I hate to travel because it just, I get real stressed out about the whole like departing, making like, I don't want to forget anything. Like I'm very anal about that kind of stuff. And so I was naturally freaking out already. I was like stressed out in my mind already because I'm getting back to go to England for like three months and I didn't want to forget anything. And so we get to the departure section and she's like, is this where we need to be? I was like, mom, you're not stupid. This is not where we need to be. She's like, this is, she's like, well, why? And she's like yelling at my dad, like props to my mom for putting on a good show <laughs> because she's like yelling. She's like yelling at my dad. Like, why did you take us here? And I was like, you know what? It's fine. I was like, I'll just go through this way. And it really worked out well. Like they like played into my stress. There was a part where she was like about- writing a check for you and kept messing it up. Yeah, she was like writing. Oh, what the heck was it? And she it was she was stalling. Yeah, and I was because like, my plane hadn't landed. It was, yet, uh, they were already there. Yeah, and it was almost like uh, if you've ever seen the what's his name, Bill. Uh, what the fuck is he's like the right wing pundit, Bill. Bill Mayer? Mayer? Mar? No, he's uh, left. I don't even know the wings. Bill. Neither side. God damn it! It's gonna... No, he's like the one that's like fuck it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. That one. You know what I'm talking about? No idea. You ever see that? Oh, so anyway, that's how I felt. I was like, fuck it. Like, we'll just, I'll just take the blank check, just sign it. I'll fill it out on the plane. God damn it. Like, I was freaking out. And um, so I grab the check. I like run inside and I'm like, I'm just furious. I'm fuming. I go inside and I like walk, I'm like walking through the departure area, just like, <laughs> which you can't get onto a plane, bro. <laughs> you cannot. <laughs> at all get you can't even get to the arrival gate i'm pretty sure through the departure area like you have to go you have to go a certain way and so i'm like sitting or i'm not sitting i'm like angrily like storming up the thing and the funniest thing was is i'm sitting there and i'm like i'm about to go to bible college to learn about jesus and spend time in his presence and i'm so pissed off right now i'm so (laughs) mad and i was like mad at my mom because she like put me in this negative mood i was like motherfucker like storming up the steps and I see you and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And my first thought wasn't, this is a joke. My first thought was my mom planned a layover. (laughs) So my first thought was not, we are not going. Like sweet. Let's go get lunch before I go to Bible college. It was no, that's literally what it was. It was like literally, Oh, you're about to go. You're just, Oh, you want to hang out before I get on my plane? Like it, it there, it had still not sunk in. Like, 
I'm not leaving today. And it was the funniest thing to me. Looking back, like I cracks me up every time thinking about and it. And then like, during that break, oh, what yeah, we just... we watched we played a whole bunch of Minecraft. Whole we bunch of Minecraft. Ate sushi. We listened sushi. to uh what what is it? We watched Pitch, Pitch Perfect, Perfect. Like we listened, nine times. We listened to the soundtrack for Pitch Perfect so many freaking times. That sounds so bad to admit. We listened to it so many times and watched uh Marble Hornets, the Slenderman Marble Hornets. Marble Horn Parker. We watched it uh the <laughs> it was a YouTube channel about Slenderman. Yeah. Really freaky. Check it out if you haven't seen it. But we watched yeah, it's that. Really good. And the the like trailer the for the movie Parker with Jason Statham was on after like every other video. So we joked every single video. Marble so Horn Marble Parker. Horn Parker. Marble Horn Parker. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and then you went back to Bible College after that trip, and went I went back to back so to yeah, school. so you left, but we, I mean, like we went all over. So we went all over the East Coast. We went to New York. Oh yeah, went to Philly. We saw all the sites and everything like that, went and to the then went to the, which is another story. So <laughs> I have been inside the White House recently um, because my cousin was who was also a Marine. He. Worked at the White House. He was one of the Marines that would open the doors and stuff. And so we were able to get a tour right before my cousin EAS'd. So we got to go see like uh, a bunch of different places uh, because we were with him. Like they, like the staff there led us through this one area um, where we could see the chief of staff's office. And like however you feel about politics, however you feel about Trump, it was still very cool to be in – the white house and see like the chief of staff's office and like Sarah Sanders's office and like go to the press, the, the press pool and, and see like, like it would have been cool to see very it, no cool. matter what. Very, very cool. It was very cool. Um, but yeah, anyway, I wish I'd seen it. So, so there's, yeah. And I'm, I'm sorry that you didn't. And there's a reason why. <laughs> so we punched in the white house. No, into you our... punched in the white house. Onto okay. the GPS. Well, onto the GPS. Well, it was very, it, it was very late at night. Let, let's give some context. Yeah, it was late at night. Yeah, we were driving, driving home, home from Virginia, and your mom was just like, we "Went to see my grandfather. Hey, you want to stop at the White House on the way home?" And it was like, "Yeah." And we were like, "Fuck yeah, we I've do. never seen the White House. I'd never been to the East Coast before." So we had punched in. I punched in yes. the White House onto my GPS. Now, to be fair, <laughs> the White it House took us. It took us to the National Treasury Building, which is literally right next to the White House. It's like right next to the fucking White House. It looks so, similar. To be fair, it does look similar. So if you look at the National Treasury Building, there's a lot of pillars up front. Uh, it's white. Uh, it's a building. And so it, it matches it's like a, a vague description. It's like the so off, like... off-brand White House. Like if you went to the 99-cent store to it, buy the White House, it, that's it's it. It's the RC Cola. <laughs> It's the RC Cola of the white. But this is the funniest thing. So, like, we pull up to this thing. Mac and I jump out like we're a bunch of Asian tourists. And we're we're two dudes taking pictures of this building. And then, literally, if we would have shifted our gaze, I'm not even kidding, bro, maybe 50 meters to our left, you would have seen a horde of people taking pictures of the actual fucking White House. Oh, my God. It's hyster- it's hysterical how close it is. All I remember it's thinking hysterical. was this this White House is like literally across the street from 
like from a building, sky rise like and i was like that seems very unsafe i i always remember the white yeah. house like with a big lawn it seemed like it was big lawn isolated yeah. this seems weird and i was like is this the white house? <laughs> yes i know i've been to the white house i know this is the white house yeah and then he ran inside a super swanky hotel to take a dump i think we got a drink there didn't we get i a don't drink remember there? i know you took a dump though because i was embarrassed by it <laughs> You're like, I'm just going to go deuce in this super fancy hotel. Bro, I'm I have no shame. No shame. No poop shame. I'm pretty sure I'm sure I'm pretty sure I spent like like 20 bucks on a drink there too. Like I I I think I got like a gin and tonic or some shit there. Anyway, then that trip ended. So then I go back. Yeah, I go back to Bible college. Yeah for my final semester. And so now the roles are reversed where he's stateside and I'm in England and we're Skyping still pretty much every day. Yeah. Hanging out, talking about Bible college. Um, and then I graduated. You came for your, the graduation. Yeah, I saw you. Your sister. Not, not very long, very briefly. Yeah, yeah. Your sister graduated. And then... Your parents that semester had opened the doors to your house and was like, if you would like to come be a missionary here, you're more than welcome to pray and see what God has. And I was like, okay. And I was like, that seems like a great idea. I will do that. And so we began working towards it. And I flew to England and we were in the same country for (laughs) 24 hours as I was being detained by the British government. Which Uh, sucked. I mean, I I was back home. It was like the plan. It was like we we are best friends. We've never stayed in the same place for more than a it few was... months. This is going to be bro time infinity. It's going to be amazing. You're, my best friend's going to be living in my house. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. It was it was going to be and perfect. And then the phone and rings then... and it's like, hello, is this Mackenzie Prophet? Yes. This is the uh, border security at Heathrow Airport. Uh, I'm just calling on behalf of Mr. Callahan. And it was like, oh, gosh this is bad i was like what yeah it was bad so i was detained in a room um for 24 hours it was me and then like i'm not even kidding like seven muslim dudes and we were interviewed you know i was pulled in this room interrogated 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 like all all over and over and over and over and over again and i was sleep deprived Going back now, like if I could do it now, I would have totally been fine because I, when you're a Marine, you kind of like learn how to adapt and sleep adjust to being sleep deprived. And well, it's not even that, like, you know, like you can still kind of think clearly when you're sleep deprived, you're, mm-hmm. you're able to like function. Um, but then I was just like, so out of it. So delirious, like a very emotional, naturally, like very stressed out of my mind because I've never been detained before. So I'm like notorious for being pretty, I don't want to say harsh, but like pretty strict on border security. Like I am like, I don't think that we should have totally open borders. I think that you should reform the immigration system and make it maybe a little bit easier for immigrants to come in. But I don't think you should allow legal illegal immigrants to come in. I don't think that they should vote. I don't think that they should have any sort of citizen status. I'm very strict on border security. I agree with you. And I and I got into an argument with somebody 
And I was like, bitch, I've been deported. Like, I know. And then the beautiful thing was, it was on uh, Instagram. Stupid bitch. And she was like, you could never understand what it's like from from you know a country that you want to go to and, and sent back to your home and and dejected like that and all they wanted to do was make a life for themselves and, and to do to work here and blah, blah blah i was like i was like bitch you couldn't have described my p- situation more perfectly i was like i was deported back to my home country while i was seeking to go work in a different country trying to do good things i was like get your fucking shit off my high horse and go fuck yourself. And it wasn't even that you got and... deported because you were like doing something bad. You, it's just they had said, "Well, you've come for all these semesters at Bible college. You've come for all these semesters. It's about time You're you technically it. It's a yeah, and and they're right. Like I can't be mad at them because yeah. they are a hundred percent correct. Like I had spent more time in England, technically, than I did in America, which means that I was technically living as a British citizen. Like that's just the way it works." And so I and then you spent got deported. You went home and you spent how much to yeah. get a visa? I, I spent an absurd amount about a th- about a thousand dollars. Got the visa. I got secured the visa. The visa. And then this is <laughs> this is where this is where this is a dark period in my life. And if I could go back in time, this is where I would go back. So what happened was is. I was waiting for my visa to come in and I am a skeptical person by nature. I'm very inquisitive. I'm very curious. I'm very analytical. And so, and it drives my girlfriend up a wall. Like we've gotten into a million fights over it because I, she'll be like, she'll say something. And I'm like, why'd you say it that way? She's like, I just said it. And I'm like, no, no, no. Why'd you say it that way though? I'm like a chick, like I'm literally like I'm like a female where they're like what they obsess over things. I'm very obsessive compulsive. And so I began naturally to think, what if I don't get the visa? The visa is going to get denied. The visa is going to get denied. And I began to doubt in my faith and was like, well, blah, blah, blah. And And I basically prepared for the worst. And that's something that uh, the Marine Corps teaches you prepare for the worst, hope for the best. And so I prepared for the worst and was like, I'm not going to get the visa. Made up my mind. I'm not going to get the visa. And so in my mind, it took me to this place of doubt where I was like, I, I, am, I don't have enough faith. I can't, I can't rationalize this. And so I started like listening to like uh, – I uh, started reading like books by like the, the atheist, the big atheist guys, the four horsemen they call them, you know, Richard Dawkins and – Sam Harris and all this stuff. Sam Harris is kind of like right wing now, which is weird. Hmm. Um, yeah, him and him and Jordan Peterson are doing this like crazy talk across the world type of thing, which is pretty cool. It really bothers me that like liberals don't like Jordan Peterson because I'm like, you cannot like a guy's politics and find great wisdom in a person's absolutely like, lectures. Like. I might not agree with everything he says, but he's damn near profound on a lot of stuff. But anyway, that's another story for another time. So, what was I? So I'm I'm like doubting, and I'm texting your dad, and I'm like I don't know what to do, and he's like just pray about it, and I'm like I tried, I don't know what to do, and I remember thinking, so I and I got the visa, so my my passport comes back, your visa's been approved, I got an email, your visa's on its way. That, that's what it was. I got an email. Your visa has been approved. We're sending your passport back to you. It'll be there in about a week. And I was like, great. This is great. 
And I, I remember I was walking around. Oh my God. I remember this so clearly. So I was walking behind my house. There's a big trail where uh, people like ride dirt bikes and stuff. I used to ride dirt bikes and quads when I was a kid. That's where I'll go running. <clears throat> I'll walk Daytona back there. And uh, I remember walking around and I was on the phone with your dad. I was talking to your dad and I was like, I just, I'm not certain what to do. Like I'm having a lot of doubts. Like I'm uh, blah, 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 blah. And he was like, let's just pray. And I was like, all right. So we, he prayed and I was like, I just still, I don't know. And he was like, you know, whatever happens, you know, God's faithful and all this kind of stuff. And then I got the notification on my phone <laughs> there while I was on the phone with him. I got the notification and I was like, my passport's been approved. He's like, what? It's like, yeah, I'm get, I, I got the visa. And I remember him saying, okay, you're still doubting. Take some time, pray about it. Get yourself right before you come here. And I was like, okay, yeah, that, that makes sense. It takes a lot. And, but here's the thing. Which I think that this was is my good answer. That was the correct answer. That was a hundred percent. He was a hundred percent right. I, you can't, you can't as much as like, I, I'm, I waffle with God. I don't think that it's fair to do ministry if you don't necessarily a hundred percent believe it, because mm-hmm. then you're a liar and, and you're a hypocrite. And that's one thing I just can't stand. Like if you're gonna, you know, it's like Joel Osteen, like don't lie to me about what you believe anyway. And what I should have done was lie. I should have taken the week. Once the visa came in the mail, I'd been like, Vince, I have the visa in my hands. I don't know if you want me to say your dad's name, but I did. Okay. So I was like, Vince, I have the visa. This is in my head. This is what I should have said. And I think about this probably once a week, Vince, I have the visa. Uh, I've prayed a lot this past week. I, I've talked to my pastor, you know, blah, 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 blah. I'm, I'm, we're still going to go forward with the, the missionary um, thing. And I should have just gone and, and flew to England and, and spent time at your house because I know for a fact that whether or not God is real and like this stuff works, my doubts would have gone away being there. Like my doubts would have gone away because I've been surrounded by you and your dad and your mom and we would have been in this environment where it's a spiritual place. And so it would have been better for me to be there than it would have been here. Cause I was kind of like all alone. And uh, I think about that literally like once a week. Cause like if I would have gone, my whole life would have changed whole fucking world. Mm. It's crazy. Yeah. That got deep, but yeah, good deep. deep. This is, this is just going to be a long episode. That's just how it's going to be. But it's good because you're going on an adventure. So we're going to have a big going away podcast. Yeah, it's going to be a big episode. So then you stayed home. And what was that? So that was in I'm trying. This is where I get fuzzy on the timeline. So what what year was that? So that would have been. 15, graduated fall 16 no no, no 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 because i joined the marines oh yeah no marines not 15. at all yeah you're totally right um got... it would have been late it would have been late 13 yeah that's right because i i should have been at your house uh when i like met my wife it's like september i should have been at your house the summer of 2013 fuck i'm getting sad Ah, oh, I'm getting so sad. <laughs> well, 
okay so the, at that time that was when i went back up to york as a quote-unquote intern which actually in reality turned out to me spending three months just hanging out and doing nothing i i my role was to go up and set up their recording studio once it was built out me and another guy who was a previous student however they never finished building it so the whole semester i was just waiting for them to get done with it so we could set it up and and the guy the pastor up there had said once it's set up you guys can just go record and play music all the time that's what i want for that place i want music to be going constantly and it sounded amazing it was like oh yes perfect well, it just it never got done. So that semester was just hanging out doing nothing. But during that time was when I met my wife, who obviously wasn't my wife at the time. Um, that have been weird. <laughs> arranged marriages. Um, after that semester ended, she came back because she wanted to go to the next. Well, yeah, she wanted to go to the next semester. So she stayed at my house. But during that time, we ended up getting engaged. So she went home. So like, I don't know, like, I don't know how differently that would have gone or how, how it would have played out had you been there. I know <clears throat> Well, I mean, I would have, I would still been in Kings Lynn. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't have been in York, but I would have taken trips up there. I would have gone to the pastor's conference with your dad there. But you, you fuck, you I should have just gone. <laughs> You definitely would have been here when I was going through, which my whole story with my wife is another podcast. However, you would have been here when I was going through the initial difficulties of our engagement. Not not difficulties between her and I, but difficulties between external pressures. Yes. Yes. Um, You would have been here for that, which would have made that better. I mean, we talked about it anyway, but like, I don't know. And I don't know. There's something about we need to build a time machine right the fuck now. <laughs> Go back. I should reach out to your parents. Well, uh, by the way, I literally <clears throat> just talked to my dad before I called you. He was I was walking home from work and he was sat inside the church because I live behind the church and I yes. popped inside because he was inside. He was cleaning up and uh, I said, oh, well, after I chatted with him for a while, I said, oh, I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to go talk to Steven before he goes on his adventure. And he said, well, tell him I love him and that I'm praying for him and I hope he's safe on his adventure. So he wanted me to tell you that. That's cool. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to reach out to him after we're done. I know he'll be, they would all appreciate that. They love you. Um, after that whole thing, the then the next time I saw you was the wedding, which was very shortly after that. So that was yes. that happened in the fall of 2013. We got married in May 2014. So very shortly. 2014. Um, you came now. Out. This is this is this is crazy. Maybe there's a god. All right, wow. listen to this because I remember. So I was working at a Starbucks. Met my girlfriend there. She wasn't my girlfriend at the time, <laughs> and I think that that joke is so funny. arranged Starbucks. Arranged joke. Arranged, <laughs> yes. And so I met her, and I was like, "This girl is beautiful." I was like, "Oh, like we got along every time we worked." And I was like, "This girl is the tits. I love her. 
I, this is, I'm, I've always been a hopeless romantic. Like I've always <laughs> just been like, I'm, I look at this person through Facebook and I fall in love. And that's a callback to somebody that you know, and that's fucking hysterical. <laughs> but anyway, so I flew out to Phoenix for your wedding a couple days early, helped set up, got to meet Hannah's parents and everything like that. And I remember I had kept a, a journal of like, because I wanted to write a book. <gasps> okay, well, cat's out of the bag. So I, what I wanted to do... <laughs> What I wanted to do for your first wedding anniversary was I wanted to give you a book that I had written about Arizona, like my time there. <gasps> yeah, that was going to be my – and I just never – I never got around to it. But I started writing it. <sighs> I, started, oh. I started writing it. Yeah. So it's kind of like a little surprise, but it's not anywhere near done. Yeah, I kept the journal, and I remember the last line of the book was going to be – basically about me getting on the plane and going home and asking Joey out like as, as a, on a date, like, like let's go out. And uh, that's what I did. And uh, it was very coincidental. We've been together for four years. It's pretty crazy. Wonderful person. She is. So you, she's very lovely. And so I, after that wedding, when Hannah yeah. and I moved to Colorado shortly, yes. I don't remember the exact times, but it was within that year, I think you and Joey both came and visited us and spent 10 days with us. Yes. Yes. And it was amazing. Was it 10 days? Maybe it wasn't 10 days. I don't know. No, it couldn't have been 10 days. You guys both no, had jobs t- and yeah, we took off. Not we a chance. Not work that long. It was a few days. Maybe. Less yeah, than a week. Maybe like four or five. Yeah. Maybe. Um, should have been 10. And we told you guys our living room was the no bone zone. So you guys I remember that. <laughs> I don't know, but that was a great time. And then, yeah, we just spent that whole time. We went to thrift shops. Whole time. Thrift shops. We watched movies. We played Pandemic, which is a game that I bought. Oh, yes. I bought that game. We played it at a cabin. He, uh, like Joey and I, yeah, Joey and I came real close to beating it with uh, Joey's sister and her sister's friend. Very, very close. See, Hannah and I played that recently, and we beat it. And I was like, we did something wrong. No, something's wrong here. And we sat down and reread the rules, and we played it totally wrong. I was like, yeah, that's <laughs> right. We, this game is not beatable. This is crap. It's, it's really hard to beat. <laughs> it's a great game, though. If you have a chance to play the game Pandemic, it's like a board game. It is but fucking But the fun. great thing is that everybody's on the same team. So you have to work together yeah. to beat the game, which is unique, but so fun. It usually... It usually also, like, I don't know about you, it usually ends up being, like, one person is playing with everyone else. Like the stuff. boss. They're like, <laughs> yeah, they're like, all right, you should go here, and then this will happen, and this will happen. And was like, oh, okay. Yeah, and um, then... But, yeah, so came to Colorado, Joey and I, spent a couple of days there. And then I think that's the last time that, I've seen you yeah, in person. Yeah, that was the last time we saw each other in person. That was... 2014, 2014, 15. Wow, I can't believe it's been that long. Good lord. Jeez, that's insane. And then, uh, yeah, right before we were literally about to get on a plane, like within a couple of days, to come back to England to move back here, and that was when you told me I had a dream and I'm joining the Marines, and I literally have not been more caught off guard by n- nearly anything in my entire life. Well, there's been a couple things recently, but. Up until that point, I had never been as caught off guard 
in my entire yeah. life. Yeah. Because that was so polar opposite to who you were in college. You were the, I want to be an actor. I want to write books. I put nickels in my penny loafers so I can call them nickel loafers. Like, zero, like no offense, but zero sense of style. Neither of us really did at yeah, the time. But like zero sense of style. That's fair enough. And now you are it stings, but ripped, it's fair enough. buff, Jim <laughs> Hench, Jim, Jim Bro. Yeah. The opposite of a soy boy. I think, boy. you know, the opposite of a soy boy. But this is the thing. I think that there's a difference. I think soy boy a protein is a protein. I think, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that soy boy is a state of of being it's a mindset where you're like you're just comfortable being weak you can break the soy and yeah you can break the soy it's not hard because (laughs) if you if you want this is a fucking tip for anybody out there that is like i feel like a piece of shit and i feel fat and gross and lazy and i feel like weak and sad and weepy all the time eat some protein eat some fat lift some weights, take cold showers, have sex, and your, your testosterone levels will increase naturally. Don't consume soy because soy is high in phytoestrogens and it can fuck with your hormones. It's not going to turn you into a bitch. Like contrary to what everyone tells you, it just fucks with your hormones. And so it causes you to be moody and irregular. Like if you took a testosterone booster, but you did it irregularly, it would cause you to be the same way you would be if you drank a soy latte mm. every once in a while. If you're drinking it every day, you might have – I would avoid that. But take some dim. Dim is an estrogen blocker. You're fine with that. But I think that like soy boy is like a state of mind where it's like you're just comfortable not – this is the thing. I think that men should be – I think that everyone should be – courageous but i think that men especially should be courageous and that is the defining mark between being a boy and being a man because when you're when you are a man and it applies across the board because there are going to be times where your wife is like i am upset i'm angry i'm emotional the baby's crying i'm pissed off i'm stressed out of my mind and you are just going to want to do nothing but sit on the couch and drink a beer because you had a long day at work, but you're going to need to suck it up and be courageous. And even though it sucked and it's hard, you're going to have to do stuff. And that's what being a man is, is like, even though I don't want to do this thing, I'm going to do it because it's bettering myself and it's bettering people around me. I think that like, like I follow a lot of these dudes on Instagram who are like, if you don't sleep with 20 women a week, you're a fucking cuck. <laughs> and it's like, dude, I, I, have fucking, I have fucking been in 20 fights in my life. I have gotten punched in the face like 12 times. I have beaten the shit out of people more times than I can count. Maybe more than 20 because I just, just put a number on it. But like – it. Being weak, it just is a state of mind. Like, I think men should be physically and mentally and morally strong. Physically, mentally, and morally strong. That's all that it takes to be a man. It, you don't need to fucking vote Republican and being conservative and be a Trump supporter and serve in the army and be a cop, be a policeman or, you know, a firefighter, whatever. That stuff makes men because it teaches them to be strong mentally morally physically 
Like, that's all it is, is like, just don't be a bitch when it comes to anything. You know, if you believe in fucking trans rights, I think that that's probably as left leaning as you can go. If that's what you believe in, be informed and be strong and courageous about it. And that's fine. Don't be a little bitch about it. That's all I think, you know? I don't know why I got on that topic. I don't know, but it totally applied. And I think through all of that, that brought us to now where you're preparing to go on an adventure. Adventure. Going on a ship (laughs) to our favorite. Probably not your favorite, but... I don't know. What's the, what's the lyric? Going on a ship. Going on a trip to our favorite rocket ship. Da, 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 little Einsteins. Have you heard the trap? Yes, it's actually that? dope. Yo, it's fucking lit. pure fire. <laughs> Yo, super hot fire. <laughs> um, I think as I was thinking about doing this, part of me wanted to do this because I'm scared of your adventure. And it freaks me out. And shit's getting real now. Are you crying? A little bit. <laughs> Don't cry. Because um, I'm going to get upset. And I think... I have to mute my mic. I think part of me was like... Is like... Terrified of what comes in the next... However long. Um, yes. And I think that in a lot of those stages of what we talked about it was like especially at the very start was in a lot of ways you looked up to me but those roles have totally reversed now and I feel like in so many ways you are way more of someone to idolize and look up to than I have ever achieved in so many different ways. I mean, I look at you and Joey and you are such a good boyfriend to her. Like, out not, of, well, not, not always. Not, okay. So maybe not a perfect <laughs> we, boyfriend. We, we, we have, we may have had the worst fight we've ever had. Like, cra- like literally. Well, three of course days you ago. are. You're like about to go on an adventure. Um, <laughs> I'm nowhere near perfect. No, but in so many ways, you are good. Um, and even down to pursuing what you know and felt was right, even when I was saying, don't do this, and I think that you're wrong. I don't think that you should do this. And you saying, well, I take that on board, but I'm going anyway because this is what I feel is right. And that mindset, because I know I was probably not, the only one in life that said that, but you have pursued it and achieved really good things in it. And, uh, Oh God, I'm an emotional douchebag. I just, I didn't, I don't know. I didn't know that if I didn't know that that would come out in just a normal conversation, if we just called or talked on the, on FaceTime or something, before you went and I felt like it was important for me to tell you that before you go that I think our friendship has been and is one of if not due to the time length of it the most enriching 
relationship I've ever had in my life. And like growing up, I had always just wanted, I was a loner. I was in, I was just <laughs> on the edge of the playground by myself, always just wanting a best friend and had no friends even going into Bible college. Oh my God, this is so bad. Dude, stop. You're making me upset. <laughs> I'm like sniffling now. My nose is completely <laughs> stuck. Yeah, I, I can hear it in your nose. It's a bad, um, bad. <laughs> just always wanting that close friend. And I'm so happy that I got that. And no matter where the adventure takes you or the adventure takes me, I mean, you're going on an extreme adventure. I'm going on a different sort of adventure. That's a little <laughs> different, safer, hopefully. Um, yeah. But that I'll always be there and you'll always be there. And hopefully one freaking day, it won't be an adventure across the world. It'll be nearby each other, but in the same neighborhood one day, I love you, my dude. Yeah, bro. I love you too. We're Buffalo Bros for life. That's a that's a callback. <laughs> no, the I, first I, I mean like, I, if I may, I don't even I wouldn't even say the roles are reversed because you, I also look up to you. You know, it's like I, I look at you and I look at your wife and your soon to be son, and I think like right now there's no way as strong as I am as as whatever as I am now, there's no way I could begin to handle, you know, a wife and a baby and, and a, and a job like that. And, you know, you work with kids who fucking fight and pull knives on you. And then you cry when they leave. Like that blows my mind, you know? And honestly, you're probably the greatest person I've ever known. That's not even a lie. I've known some pretty cool people, but you, you're probably the greatest. I think that there's a reason why we're best friends because it's like, I wouldn't want anybody else to be, no one else can take that, that title because there's just no one else as good of a person as you. And you, I mean, you really, <clears throat> in a way, as much as you told me not to do stuff as far as the Marines go, <laughs> you inspired, you inspired me to, to greatness. Like it's, it was you who in a bizarre way encouraged me to do that because I wanted to be a better man. I wanted to be a better person. And that's a, that's at the time, <clears throat> that's how I felt like it was achievable. And yeah, we're. I mean, like I said earlier, we're not even best friends anymore. We are brothers. All I know is that when you return from your adventure, I'm gonna buy yes. you a lot of beer. Yeah, bro. I'm not even kidding. I am looking forward to visiting you in England when I come back. <laughs> More. I'm. This. Don't tell Joey this. And if Joey, if you're listening, <laughs> please turn this off. Because I am looking forward to coming to England after I'm done. More than I'm looking to like, looking forward to being home. <laughs> Like, I cannot wait. I can't wait. Well, I just go be the best adventurer that there ever freaking was. Yeah, man. It'll be. Give it 110%. A good, and it'll be a good adventure. And 
this is like the farewell episode for now. And yes, when for you now, return, the goal will be that this podcast will be full of podcasts. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna even go towards the quality no. of the podcasts, but it will be full of podcasts. Potentially, yes. like my aim is like five five listeners. Concur. Okay. Okay. Not including my wife and Richard. Five on top of that. Hello, Richard. <laughs> Hello again, Richard. Richard, I'm I'm sorry you had to listen to this this sappy sappy <laughs> this sad, sappy sad oh, story of yes. our friendship. Um and yeah, that's that'll be the goal. When you come back, we'll pick it up where we left off. Pick it up we'll pick it up live. That's that's I'll tell you what. After this, the next time we record together will be live together you and me yes that'd be dope i'm totally gonna keep updating this by the way it's just not gonna be quite as good i hope you do and i hope for some crazy reason i'm able to access this podcast (laughs) while i'm on my adventure and then i'll be able to listen to it. if you have access to the internet you might be able to that's theoretically theoretically well we'll see if you do once you're in in mid-adventure Maybe I'll be able to email you or send you whatever. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But I'll have Joey download them and send me a flash drive or something. Yes. Oh, yeah. That would totally work. That'd be, that would be cool. Or just like a burner iPod or something. Probably be better with an MP3. You'd probably get a cheaper yeah. one. It's true. Well, that, I think that's okay, going to come well, to the end of the, the sappy goodbye long sappy, if goodbye. anybody even made it this far this is going to be such a long episode oh we've recorded God. richard got richard got <laughs> tired like 30 minutes he fell asleep he just like stopped he was like i'm done with this this has been like an hour and a half and that's insane i saw i'm gonna have to edit it it's gonna take a while to go up but well i mean you'll still be around but i won't be so for myself I have to say, it probably was something I said. <laughs>